Alrighty, this is podcast 36 with the man behind the logo again, Kyle. Kyle actually, I think, is our most returned guest, now that I think about it, because we had like those three podcasts in the Elkwoods, maybe even four, I forget how many we did. We did One on the road and one on the road. three, I think. Three at camp? Three at or, camp. Yeah, so four. On, yeah. And then you were on um, before that, and so now, this yeah. one. So yeah, I think you're definitely the most repeat. Woohoo! Um, yeah. So last time Kyle was on, I don't see a leaderboard anywhere. We no, we'll have to get that. <laughs> have to get that up. Um, but uh, so Kyle's been uh, the mo- on there on the podcast the most. We've uh, you know we had he was on a lot during the elk season, which uh, that video will be coming here soon. I'm actually getting ready to start working on that. Um, the video, what I've watched so far, I haven't watched every clip yet, but the video actually turned out really good. Um, wish we had a little bit more elk action. Yeah, you know, but that the. The moose video is cool. Oh, I bet, uh, man. And then obviously our encounter with the elk um, yeah. turned out really good. So it'll be a, a short. Um, but good unique. quality. Yeah, good quality. <laughs> short um, but good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we'll talk about future elk hunting plans coming up here later on. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Kyle has had a interesting deer season. Mainly because he's got, I, th- I would say this, you spend the more time in the woods than you probably ever have. Yeah, so it'd be my, it's my first bow season. Yes. So yeah, I just yes. g- had got the bow for elk season, Correct. if you had listened to the other Correct. podcast. So he had a lot of n- new and first encounters in a, in a lot of different ways. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to let Kyle kind of take over from that and go where you want with this when yeah, it comes yeah. to your deer season. And yeah, go ahead, man. So yeah, so after elk, we done, got back from the elk season in September. Uh, getting geared up for uh, archery deer season. Uh, so basically, like to start, I just kind of was trying to dabble on the weekends a little bit because mm-hmm. I was still coaching high school football, so I couldn't go during the week. Mm-hmm. So I had a prior commitment. So once that ended, though, is kind of where I really started like hunting hard. And Correct, I t- that was this is your last year. Yes. So yes. yeah, I am oh, now retired. Yes. So more time for hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so and you know before clock change before clock change and everything so i actually had a good amount of time i'd usually get into my stand by like four or four oh five so i had good i had good amount of time so uh kind of what i just want to talk about uh starting out is just i got basically just different encounters that i've had and uh basically i the experiences that i had over the whole season so like before this year like i've only ever like sat in a ground blind or sat in a blind on a platform stand up up in the uh, air about 10 feet or so mm-hmm. and that's all i've ever hunted shotgun hunted done that grew up doing that with my dad so uh bow was a whole different thing mm-hmm. so you know you can't really you don't have not as much mobile so i didn't want to sit in a blind i did like first things first i put up a uh platform stand mm-hmm. and my parents they got about 10 acres of woods and it's just in the drainage of a field mm-hmm. and the field's 40 acres so i just kind of hunted that and I put up a platform stand, just kind of sat on a chair and just kind of just made sure I wasn't skyline when I was hunting and just sat there and did that. So I, I did that in like October mm-hmm. and towards the end of October and just did that. So uh, the first encounter I had was, I think it even might have been like the very first day I sat there. Mm-hmm. Didn't see anything all day. Well, after work, it was after work. So I didn't see anything all evening. And then I was getting ready to pack up it was right right before last light i think i like had to get down and go to the bathroom so mm-hmm. i was like i was just gonna head i'm gonna go ahead and leave yep so i turn around like grab my pack had it strapped to the tree 
grabbed it and then spin back around and I'm facing down into the valley mm-hmm. where I'm sitting and there's a doe 20 yards staring right at me bow is still in my hand mm-hmm. and it's you know right probably last within the last five minutes of shooting light so so I can see her mm-hmm. but I know I can't move because she's staring right at me mm-hmm. so long story short that didn't work out I moved tried to get in position to take a shot didn't even get a pullback. She was gone. Yep. Busted out of there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, <laughs> five more minutes I would have waited. Yep. I mean, I don't know if I would have got a shot, but it definitely would have been better position. I might have seen her come in, mm-hmm. at least saw her walking up, and I probably would have had her. But yep. that got me uh, so excited because mm-hmm. it was like I saw her, like, oh, she's so close. Yep. And that's probably the closest I've been to a deer without having to, like, get a shot on it mm-hmm. because, you know, shotgun, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Blind, probably not seeing me. So, yep. so it's frustrating frustrating that frustrating that i couldn't get the shot but it was like super cool like my adrenaline was just pumping i'm like oh this is awesome it's like i can't wait to do this more so did that uh did that like i said every day after work uh Mm -hmm. didn't get a lot of encounters uh across from where i was sitting about 500 yards of neighbors Mm -hmm. and between a field and then they got timber so I would, like, see deer over there, like, every night, which oh, was, yeah. like, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, just mm. come over here, you know? Mm. <laughs> so so I I, get, so it was, and I enjoyed watching the deer, mm-hmm. so that was really cool. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of them didn't get a ton of encounters there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one, still sitting on the platform, and uh, I had some rustling in the bushes. Mm-hmm. It was more, toward, I would say it was more, like, Probably like 4.30. I wasn't, I wasn't in the stand very long. You're talking October, November. So this is, this would have been, so this would have been November. Okay. Yep. Like early? Yeah, because like football season got over, I think, on like the 27th. It's like the week before Halloween. October, yeah. So the, the rut quite, like not quite here yet. Yeah. So, saw some deer. So this is probably first week of November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starting out. And, uh. So I have here's some rustling to my right. So I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get, I'll be ready this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, 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 I've heard something. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm getting ready, mm-hmm. and I'm looking that way. Mm-hmm. Hear the rustling to the right. Pull up my binos, kind of see through there. I can spot a ear, mm-hmm. spot some legs. Mm-hmm. Bunch of brush though. It's pretty, it's pretty thick, thick and spotty. So I got openings to where I can shoot, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know. Yeah. It's still thick, mm-hmm. which is good. Is why I hope they come in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I see them to the right, and they're walking from my right. They're down in the valley, and they're walking up the other side of the hill to is the cornfield uh, away from. It's the same ten acres. Right? Yeah. So right mm-hmm. now I'm still on my parents' place. So yep. most most of this beginning's on my parents' place, mm-hmm. yep. and then eventually I get to public land, which yep. I'll get to. So yep. I'm still on my parents' place for most of this. So I'm on my parents' place, and they're down in this little valley. And, and it's not very wide. It's probably, like, maybe 70 yards mm-hmm. from timber to timber, and it just drops down mm-hmm. like that. So I'm sitting up on this, this side, and it drops down here, and I'm sitting and then on mm-hmm. the far, farther side Yep, is the top where in the other court the bean field starts, actually. Yep. So they're going. They're just going up, and I can see them, and they're just walking. So I actually have a window across there, and I ranged. It was right at 50. Mm-hmm. So if, if they were standing there for a good amount of time and I could get a pin settled on them, I felt comfortable taking that shot. Yeah. Of course, they didn't do that. No, of course <laughs> but, not. But they just keep walking and walk right up there, and mm-hmm. 
I got another close deer encounter with my bow, mm-hmm. which was exciting. Mm-hmm. They walked out, and I didn't see him the rest of that night. Mm-hmm. Um, next encounter, still November. Now, uh, it's a little bit later. It's probably, I don't know if it was the same week or maybe, probably the same week. But uh, about the same spot. I mm-hmm. hear him again. Mm-hmm. So, hear rustling again, but it's way picked up in fast pace. Well, they just... They're booking it. They're running. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, I think it was later because I'm thinking rut's getting closer. Yep. So, they're chasing. Yep. Couldn't yep. make out if it was buck or doe. Assuming mm-hmm. younger buck chasing mm-hmm. doe. Deer didn't look very big. But yeah. once again, they're still in the brush. I can't see their full bodies. Mm-hmm. But they're they're booking it. Run up the same way. Run into the field. Run all the way mm-hmm. to my left and out of there. But I can still hear them. Mm-hmm. So, they're still, they're still like timber to my left not a ton but mm-hmm. it, it just kind of goes to like a natural like cone point right mm-hmm. there so there's timber over there so I, I think they ran out into the field run down and they're chasing them around and then a couple minutes later they're coming back well i can see him coming back mm-hmm. and once again i'm kind of hoping i'm like come on just stop in that opening right mm-hmm. there yeah and they run through the opening but don't stop but they, they run around me for a good little bit of time. So I'm just, you know, sitting there and I'm just like, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm just like hoping, hoping I get them to stop. Uh, doesn't stop. They run around, run out, don't get another shot. But I'm, at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm getting good encounters. Yep. I'm like, they're in range. I just haven't been able to get a shot. Kind of impressive, 10 acres. I mean, you're getting all, getting all these yeah. encounters on a small piece of property. Yeah. We have, there's probably... Um, there's probably a little over, I don't know, probably like 60 or 70 acres to the south mm-hmm. of timber in a field. And then to the north, there's probably like a little over 100 acres of woods. Yep. And there's a field in between. So mm-hmm. so I, I, I was kind of hoping it'd just be a nice like transition yeah, point. So it funnel them yeah, so it's mm-hmm. the little safety between timbers mm-hmm. that they'd go to. So that's that's kind of was my plan, you know, and my parents' place is kind of the only at the time is like that's about the only option I have. Yep. yep. So that's what I did, but yeah, but yeah, I was mm-hmm. super because I didn't, I didn't know if I'd ever see anything in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because like every time I shot when we shotgun hunt, we always uh we lease we lease the neighbors and we mm-hmm. go over there and shotgun hunt. Yep. But I was bow hunting at my parents' place, so I yep. didn't really we really didn't hunt it much. Yeah. So we really didn't know if there been deer hold up in there or not. So mm-hmm. I was just hoping, you know, looking for sign and hoping. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after these encounters, I, you know, it's so reassuring when you, when you can see them, you know, yep, yep. <laughs> when you're just like wondering, like, I don't know if I'm going to see that or not. Mm-hmm. But you start seeing deer and you're just like, oh, good, good, good. So I'm like, I'm glad. So that was the, my third encounter. Mm-hmm. So I've seen like four deer at this point in bow range. And, you know, I'm just every time just get you more excited and really yeah. want I'm like, ah, I just want to I'm assuming back. you were not being picky. No, yeah, no. I'm just, first thing, first thing in range I could take a shot at. That's what yep. I was gonna Ain't shoot. Because I, n- yeah, I'm just yep. I've never had a bow kill, mm-hmm. so that's you know that's what, and mm-hmm. and I love meat, so oh, yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, first thing, man. So that's like yeah, the first day if I'd have got that, mm-hmm. I'd been so happy that doe. I, I could care less what yep. antler, anything, deer, <laughs> one a deer, so so uh, probably that same week on a different day set, sitting in the same spot and. Uh, uh, well, throughout the, that week, like in between when I saw those deer running, mm-hmm. like through that week, I could, I would watch the deer across in the neighbors 
and I could see the bucks chasing over there. So I'd be watching them over there, because these are obviously the same deer I'm going to be able to get a shot at if they come over yeah, yeah, yeah. to there. So, so I'm seeing, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm seeing the different levels, like picking yep. up, ramping up of the rut and mm-hmm. them chasing and stuff like that. So I noticed it was, I got, there was one small six pointer chasing a doe and then over farther away, there was a bigger buck, probably six or eight pointer, but bigger. And he'd run over and he was chasing both of them and they were running them all over the place. So yep. I was like, ah, come on, just run them over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So getting all that, I was just like, all right, all right, rut, rut's coming in, rut's coming in. So the next sit a few days later, sitting in the same spot on the stand and uh it's more closer to dark more closer to five i think it was just this was after the time change i think it's what it was maybe i don't know exactly but mm-hmm. it's closer to dark and yeah. uh um same kind of area to my right i hear sticks break and i can see a deer walking mm-hmm. and he's actually it's a deer by himself and uh, he's going pretty slow. And I can actually make out that it's a buck. And it's actually the smaller buck that was chasing the does across the field that I saw earlier that week. One of the bigger ones, but the smaller one. But like I said, yeah. I will shoot anything. <laughs> I'm going to shoot anything with my bow. Mm-hmm. So uh, so he's there. And he's, he's walking, but his head is down. And he is smelling the ground. Like, totally entranced. Not picking his head up. Not looking around and just, just head down like a bloodhound, <laughs> and he is just working all over. Yep. So he's he's to my right, and and you know there's trails that go in front of me in different directions. There's you know four or five different trails. So he's on one of those trails. So if mm-hmm. he keeps going to my left, he's gonna walk right in front of me mm-hmm. at 15 yards. His head's down. So I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So I'm getting the bow ready. And he's, you know, he's not going very fast. He's just kind of barely walking. Well, he turns right and 45's up on the uh, other side of the valley. Yep. Right in behind all that brush and briars that mm-hmm. I can't shoot through. Mm-hmm. So he's going up there. So I'm like, all right, maybe he's going to stop in the opening. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like the one spot where he like kind of picked up a little bit of speed and walked right through there. So I didn't stop through there. Yep. So he goes up and around, almost like a horseshoe, mm-hmm. right around me. <laughs> I'm right in the middle. You know, if he just walks straight, I get a shot. Yep. Nope, he's horseshoes around me, behind, you know, staying in cover, as smart bucks would do, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even though he wasn't very old. Yep. Staying in cover and uh, goes up there. So then he starts working down to my left. Down back, down the valley to yep. my left, and uh, you know, whole time bows in my hand, just waiting, waiting mm-hmm. to drop back. I'm like, come on, just waiting to get pretty, where. Are you pretty calm or are you nervous? Yeah, well, at this point, it's calm. It'd be a bit like a couple minutes. Yeah. He's like in the area, and I'm just like, okay. I'm like, you know, at first I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. I'm just got it on my loop. Uh, yep. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, okay. I just got to get it to where I think he's gonna be in range where I could draw back and get ready. So he starts working down the valley back to my left. So he's about 40 yards away from me, behind some trees and brush right there. And he stops right there for a little while. Then he makes like he's going to go back up 
the valley to my left, back behind me. So he walks up, up through there, and he stops, and then he's just right behind a big tree. So there's a big tree, 45, to my left, down in front of me, and he's just right behind there. Well, I, now I can see his antlers pretty clear through there, and that's why I kind of determined which buck it was. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a nice one. Like, this would be a sweet first bokeh. Yeah, this how many uh, how many points do you think? Probably six. Six? Yeah. That Ain't nothing wrong six with that. and six and wasn't wider than his ears, but mm-hmm. like for I'm like, oh, this would be great mm-hmm. for Spokale. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, yep. okay, okay. So if he if he stays on his path, there's a deer path that wraps around the tree to the left of the tree and then heads right to the foot of my blind and then bends out and goes out into the field. So I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna stay on that path. So he's I get he's quartering to me getting ready to walk right there. I can see his antlers, and I can see, like, the bottom of his feet. Mm-hmm. And then the, the limbs of the tree are covering up the rest of him. So I'm actually getting ready. I'm lining, kind of lining my side up and getting my body ready and getting ready to pull back because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe if he takes five steps, I can get a quarter and two shot mm-hmm. on him. So I'm like, okay, okay. And he's just kind of, st- he just hung up standing there, so I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> and I'm like, Man, this is taking forever. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. You know you want to come here. You know you want to come here. <laughs> so I was like, come on. Felt like it took like an hour, mm-hmm. probably two minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. Come on. Takes a couple steps, like two, and then spins around 180, <laughs> and then walks back down the valley, back in that little brushy area. I'm like, damn it. It's <laughs> like, ah. Oh. I was like, ah, oh, I was so close. I was like, 30 seconds, I felt like I was going to draw back. I'm like, I'm going to draw back. I'm going to draw back. I'm pretty sure you texted me that night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. This this was like my best encounter on mm-hmm. my parents. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh. So he's he's still hanging around, though. Yep. And he's just walking, sniffing, mm-hmm. looking for does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wonder if a doe came through like before you got there that day. Or dude, something. she had to have. Maybe in the afternoon, maybe bedded down in there or something. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, I mean, she, he was, and he was just hanging out for a while. Mm-hmm. And so he goes back down there, hangs back around, can't shoot him, but he turns, and now he's he's actually facing, he's in the same spot to my left behind, like, the trees and the brush, but now his head is facing directly to my right, mm-hmm. right where this path is, that where he came in on, if he would have walked out, I would have shot him. So I'm thinking, well, maybe he'll just walk across back there and go back to where he came from. So I'm like, okay, now I got it. I'm like, he's going to walk right down this path, right in the bottom of this valley, and walk back to where he came from and get out of there. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a shot. Nope. <laughs> Standing there just behind the tree, and I'm just, you know, powerless to do anything. Um, probably, I don't know if I could have called. Or, he's so close. I didn't. I thought if I made any noise, yeah. I would just scare him out, and I'm not really, mm-hmm. like, I don't have a lot of yeah, experience with calling my, and stuff. In my opinion, and this is I'm regurgitating, like, more experienced hunters a lot of times and i have seen this if you call and they're too close to you um it kind of it doesn't end well usually now unless you're just trying to get them stop obviously That's right like think. if a stop for a shot yeah. i would have made yeah. noise and you know if it's super thick brush you might get away with it just because if they can't see more than like five ten feet in front of them right then maybe but like i don't like calling unless they're like Man, maybe like a hundred yards, I can see him moving. Then I'll call because yeah. then they're like, okay, they might come this way. Like, okay, I know he or she's close, right? But I just can't see him. Um, 
exactly. Yeah, that close, I probably would have. Yeah, that, that's that's my initial thing to me because like he mm-hmm. was he was moving around, so I'm like, I just you know he's just gotta move to where I can shoot him. So I'm mm-hmm. like, he's already moving and he's kind of standing in the area. So I was like, if I call him and blow him out, mm-hmm. probably. So I was just I, you know, I was just like, patience. Like I still had plenty of light left, mm-hmm. so I was just being patient mm-hmm. and being ready. Yeah, and uh, he ended up just turning back. Uh, Facing behind me, and then went went a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. and then just walked up the hill and out into the field. Now, when he got out in the field, mm-hmm. thought maybe, you know, maybe I get yeah. a shot there, yeah. a little bit more open. I got a, a lane behind me, mm-hmm. quartered behind me, where I could uh, shoot into the field. Yeah, how many yards? Uh, if he stayed on the tree line, fifteen yards. Oh yeah, so easy. But so and then if he's out a little bit, you know, out a little bit, and it's yeah. it's 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 a, it's it's about five hundred yards from our tree line, and then there's fields, and then the other tree line to the north. Gotcha. So that's where you know they're going to. So he goes out and he just stays true and straight north, and just walks a straight line. You know, and you know it's getting darker, and I, as he's getting out there, I'm like I climb down the ladder, I go to the tree line. By the time I get out there, he's walking. Yep. Plus 50 yards still going. Walks, I'm like, walks out of your life. Walk right out of my life, man. Right out of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, ah. But that was, oh, dude, I was so jacked after that, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my adrenaline was just pumping. Felt like it was, felt like a two-hour thing that might have took 15 minutes. Yep. But, like, like I, I kind of was like, okay, I, I see why people like to bow hunt. Oh, yeah. Because, like, shotgun, I'd, I would have never got that. Yeah, you would have killed him already. Yeah. You would have killed him within the first Yeah, as soon as I saw 15, him walking. 30 seconds. Yep. Yeah. Would have shot him, killed him, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was cool, man. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first, and it's me hunting different, mm-hmm. you know. Shotgun seasons don't start till later, so I don't mm-hmm. get a lot of the rut in no, my shotgun you're, hunting. You're missing, you're missing me. The, I mean, you're seeing some, yeah, but for, that's first not season, like, no, but nothing. That, I'd never seen nothing like that, this. like second week of November, which you're just gonna see it some in October, late, and then that first week of November. But yeah, that second week of November, the more I hunted, the more I like it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was crazy, and just mm-hmm. to see that, you know, he's just so he didn't like he didn't care. I, even if he might he didn't know I was there, didn't even try to look to see. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have cared. Yeah, you had he is just for sure had a hot doe around there. Yeah, so, somewhere he was just he was fixated on finding trying to find that doe, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did, unfortunately didn't 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 even get a pull back. So close, I would say you know in thirty seconds, mm-hmm. one time I was, I was I was getting ready to pull back because I'm mm-hmm. like oh, I'm about to pull back, and then yeah. he turned and. Mm-hmm. But yep, so that was that was uh, that would have been my fourth fourth deer I think I saw. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I think that second time those same were the same two deer I had saw before yeah, that were probably. So yeah, I was like, oh man, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. But that so that's that was like my first encounter with that the rut like that and everything, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Is that your like? Do you have anything really happen more on your parents' property? Oh man, so let me see. Let me see. Nope. So yeah, so that would have been like my last. That would have been my last bow encounter mm-hmm. on my parents' property. So before you move on from your parents' property, I have to ask you some a very important question that you should probably do in the off season if you're not going to do this already. You're going to cut that brush. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's like pockety. Yeah. Like, I think that's why they like to go in there, though. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't know if if you that whatever trail they're on because almost every story they walk behind like the same brush. Yeah. So, so like, even if you don't cut at all, you should definitely cut yourself some more lanes. Yeah. In that pocket. Well, I would think I yeah I might be able to cut more shooting lanes mm-hmm. if I, if if I sat in that same spot. Yeah. Like I said, I don't even know if I'd sit in the exact same spot. I just kind of yeah. picked us. It was there. It's it's the most yeah. open spot mm-hmm. throughout that little finger yeah. of in that drainage. Mm-hmm. So and but but like like there was, if if they had walked mm-hmm. on any of mm-hmm. the trails, mm-hmm. I had a shot. Mm-hmm. But they were just like 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 I probably had, I don't know, thirty yard width in front of me down where it's just like. All open. There's some trees, mm-hmm. some low brush, mm-hmm. and the right, like right there, is a nice open spot. Mm-hmm. So is that is that where you talked to me about maybe doing a food plot in the future or something? Yeah, kind of in that area. Mm-hmm. But It'll probably get clover to grow. But the fact that it's in timber, you're gonna probably gonna have a hard time getting anything else to grow. Yeah, but clover is an easy one. Well, and then there's more, like to the uh, more to the west. It's really open. Mm-hmm. And it's down in that down in the bottom, so yeah. it's like it'd be probably a better, maybe might be Which, a better spot. You know, if you watch Jeff Sturgis, um, Whitetail Habitat Solutions, what what's the nearest water you got near you? If you had to guess, um, so there's a, a small creek mm-hmm. right down in that drainage. Mm-hmm. It's not not I'm huge. Sometimes it's dry. Sometimes it's yes. Got water sometimes it's dry. Sometimes it's got water. So according to him, you might have a good spot. Put a water hole, man. Uh, oh, you yeah. go buy a, uh, I think, I think he buys a fifty-gallon cattle trough, like plastic one or rubber one, whatever. Yeah. Digs it to where it's flat to the ground, completely flat. And uh, he says he only, especially if that, since that bottom's going to be collecting water anyway. Yeah. Um, he says like you might, you might have to fill it up once a year, maybe. Really. Once you get good water, but like, man, dude, that would be. A I actually really think that's now that I'm leaning towards it. Yeah. I think that's really what you should do because especially rut, it's going to be hot or they're going to be they're going to get hot from chasing yeah. does and stuff. And you put a water hole right there right in front of your platform with a, maybe a mock scrape. Mhm. Yeah, I think I think you can have deer yeah. come to it. Yeah, well, I'll definitely I'll do that. I'll help you. Yeah, you man. Want. Yeah. It'd be good some good content. Yeah, it'd be sweet. So, cuz I don't I don't have any pur- purpose putting a water hole on my property cuz I have Ponds. I have yeah, one, two, three, four, five things of water that on my property or on my dad's that they can have access yeah. to. So it's like, uh, why am I going to put a water hole? Yeah. But you, that actually, I think you can. Yeah, because the, the next, there's a, in the other timber, 500 yards to the north, mm-hmm. there's a house, a little, and they have a little pond mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And then another 500 yards back into the timber, there's a big creek. Yeah, that so always has. Because just think, say they're say they're in that field. Yeah. Or even say they're a hundred, hundred fifty yards out. Hmm, we could walk all the way to this house, or hey, we know we got this water source. Yeah. And that's that's something you'd want to probably start doing this spring. Mm-hmm. Digging. Yeah, for sure. Um, maybe one day after we uh, kill some turkeys, then yeah, we'll just go out there and do it real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that probably work pretty well. Mm-hmm. But uh, and as far as the see the brush thing and uh. Later, I sat in a. I actually sat in a different spot, mm-hmm. to where I thought I could catch them on that trail that they were doing, mm-hmm. down more to the west. Yeah. Because I was like, after noticing they were doing that, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna try and catch them like entering the woods, mm-hmm. maybe over there. So I scooted down to the west later. But uh, 
Actually, so all of that, I'm sitting in a platform stand that has a ladder on it, just mm-hmm. on a on a seat. Mm-hmm. That's so. your dad built, right? Yeah, my dad together. made it out yeah. of angle iron and wood. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So old-fashioned homemade stand, man. Oh yeah, can't beat it sometimes. <laughs> so uh, mm-hmm. after that, I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, my buddy Cody Gravit actually invited me to go to some public land with him. And not I was like, to not be named. As and I was the last podcast. No. So and I was like, uh, like, uh, I, I, I knew like I was like, I, I don't think my tag's good there. I'm like, it's just the Illinois tag. I'm like, isn't that like a spe- special area? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't think I can hunt there. He's like, yeah, man, it's it's good. It's public land. He's like, it's good for the whole state. I'm like, oh. Like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I actually had went uh, fall turkey hunting there, and I was like, I could have just, like, brought my bow. I was in, like, 30 yards of a couple deer sometimes walking around with my turkey shotgun. <laughs> and great. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, so we, I went there with uh, my buddy Gravit, and I was like, uh, all right, well, like, what's the game plan? What are we going to do? He's like, well, he goes, I got a hang-on stand, but I got these climbers here. He's like, you could just use one of those. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Never used That's one. <laughs> you don't have any experience, right? Nope. I never, never, never used one. I've, this, this might even, this is the first time I've actually probably seen one in person. Like, I, I've heard of them. Kind of heard the idea and the gist of them, but I've never even seen one. Yep. So, you know, carry that in there. And we walk back to our area. And this is area that Gravit's picked out and everything. So I didn't really have to do a whole lot of if that. You, if you are uh, interested on that, uh, not the last podcast with Cody, but the podcast before that. Um, that he was on, uh, he talks a lot about hunting this piece of property. Yeah, yeah. So we go back there, and I got this climber, and he kind of gets me set up and, you know, shows me how to use it and everything, and I get my feet in it, get it wrapped around the tree, and, uh, you know, he's like, you know, you just almost like you're doing dips. You got to do like like you would do in the weight room. So you would do dips, and then you kind of just, like, bring your knees up to your ch- – point your toes down. Mm-hmm. And then bring him up, and then just make your way up the tree, mm-hmm. slowly and surely. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I'd never done anything like this. So I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. I'm game. Mm-hmm. We'll try her. So it worked out pretty well. Didn't really have any issues. Mm-hmm. Went up it, and I just get up there. And, you know, I was, I was like, this, this is kind of cool. I'm like, that, that was pretty easy. Wasn't bad. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, I could see myself doing this, maybe getting one of these. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that was cool. Sat in it. Uh, Sat in it. We went, so we went late afternoon. We went late afternoon, evening hunt there. Uh, I didn't see anything. I think he saw uh, maybe four or five deer mm-hmm. that night, and he was looking for a buck, so he mm-hmm. didn't shoot anything. Mm-hmm. So, no, I didn't see anything, but, like, I liked it. I felt sturdy, mm-hmm. comfortable in it. And, you know, your, your idea is, like, thinking it's, like, man, there's not a whole lot attached to me to this tree except, like, physics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Gravity. No Gravity. And you, I mean, you got to, you're wrapped around the tree mm-hmm. with that steel cable in the back yeah, and everything. They're comfy. Yeah, but no, it was comfy. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed like, uh, like I felt safe and secure with that bar that like wrapped around in front of you that mm-hmm. was like chest high. Mm-hmm. There was something about that that was just like, you know, you could, felt like you weren't going to fall, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously, and you know, I, uh, the other thing was, you know, I'd never used a harness. He had an extra one. He gave me the harness. Yep harness and a safety line and all that so this was my first experience with mm-hmm. all of that so mm-hmm. uh, you know and it i enjoyed it i liked it went went hard obviously took took a little longer to get up in the tree but we you know we planned for that but i was like yeah man this is cool mm-hmm. i was like this is you know 
a lot different than anything I'm yeah. used to. I'm I'm happy your climbing experience went so well because I've heard horror stories and I'm I'll tell you off air. Uh, I don't want to tell you on air because I think he's gonna come on the podcast and tell his story. But Jared, who we went elk hunting with, yeah, he's got a hilarious oh. story about his climber this year. Um, I'll tell you off air. Like I said, I'm hoping he comes okay. on the podcast sometime. They can say it. Um, don't get me wrong; it worked out well for him in the end. But <laughs> but it is hilarious. I was almost peeing myself <laughs> laughing so hard. Man. It's, it's gonna be uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, sat sat in there, didn't see anything. Sat till dark. Uh, now is like uh. I would say the harder part mm-hmm. is climbing down the tree. Do you have a, uh, did you have a, uh, oh, night light or uh, anything? Yeah, like so okay. I, I had my headlamp on. The headlamp. Yeah. Thank you. Can think of it? Night light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put a new night light in my daughter's bedroom. That's yeah. why I, I could not get, like, what kids, am I trying to do? kid's on his here? mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I had my headlamp on, so that helped. But, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was just... You know, it's very, you know, going up, you know, you're, you're, you're climbing. So you're, you're pulling up mm-hmm. with your feet and you're like, you know, gaining your, when your knees come up and you're locking in, you can stand up and then do the, do the top. Well, now, you know, you had to, you had to like do the top first and get it down. Mm-hmm. And then you had to like kind of straighten your arms then undo the bottom and then kind of sink with your arms. So now your your arms are what is like moving your body mm-hmm. as opposed to your legs, which mm-hmm. is a big you know big difference. You know, yeah. So that was it. Took a lot longer, yeah. and I w- I got caught on a lot of like little V's that yep. were forty five up that you know you don't get catched on going on. You know, I'm like I'm sitting there. Mm-hmm basically bucking with my feet I'm like what is <laughs> yeah. what is going on and, and think, one thing one complaint that people have about climbers and good thing like you're in shape but a lot of people they yeah. complain about them because they're not in shape so like they're winded by the time they either get up or get down yeah they're just exhausted <laughs> they need like 30 minutes i gotta recover for 30 minutes hope no, no deer come by yeah, no, no <laughs> but yeah but yeah it's it's definitely more difficult going down obviously with practice and experience it mm-hmm. gets easier but yeah i get i just get caught on those little 45 up knocks of those mm-hmm. limbs and stuff but you know got down eventually and took forever but made my way out and that was my first experience with the climber so that mm-hmm. was the first time that i've actually sat in anything different than mm-hmm. my ground blind or my uh platform stand mm-hmm. uh so after that i actually so that kind of like got me i think i texted you shortly after that because i was like all right i'm thinking about getting a climber cody mm-hmm What's your opinion? Because I know you had plenty of experience, yep. and that's. Do uh, you remember what you told me? I do not. I know you. I, you basically said you were like, um, in my opinion, like I would kind of lo- lean more towards like hang-on stands because mm-hmm. they're more mobile. Yes, they're kind of uh, easier, lighter, even. lighter. Um, yeah, more mobile. Because okay, so a climber, I do now. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on track. <laughs> so bad thing about the climber is you almost needed a straight tree. Yeah. Um, and uh, where our hang-on stand, you can get in, into some funky trees mm-hmm. um, with some sticks. So anyway, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, looked looked up uh, looked up ideas for hang-on stands, and I actually was like, I didn't know if I was gonna get one this year mm-hmm. or just wait till next year. But uh, as I, I was shotgun season was approaching, uh, blind I had set up in uh, in my parents' field. Um, uh, disappeared 
the the wind made it disappear one day. I've been there. I, I like drove out there and I drove by, and backed up. Where's my blind? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> I was like, oh no! And like week of week of first opening shotgun season, I'm like, well. I either need to go buy a new blind, mm-hmm. which is, you know, isn't that cheap. I was like, or I could just go ahead and get a hangout stand. Mm-hmm. So I went out and got sticks. Mm-hmm. And luckily, my parents were gracious enough to buy me a hangout stand for Christmas. There you go. They were like, we'll just get you this for your Christmas gift. Because mm-hmm. uh, So I went and got Farm King, got some sticks, mm-hmm. just got some basic sticks. Yep. Uh, got the sticks, went out there one night, and mm-hmm. after I had put the hangout Assembled the hang-on stand together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And I didn't get, like, it wasn't, like, two, two, like, it's like I think Millennium one. What, yeah, you know, yeah. From Farmer. Uh, yep. Summit Millennium. Something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Yep. So it was. It had a, a basically just a just a seat, no back, mm-hmm. no back rest, and then it just had a base platform that wide out, like, wide out, and then went to a square and then just rounded. And then it had a forty-five degree like footrest yep. bar that went, yep. which would I was, which I was looking at like I like that footrest bar kind of just like a secure thing mm-hmm. being up there, especially never having one. So okay, but no, no nothing else. So that yep. and then it has a chain that wraps around the tree, hooks mm-hmm. in. I really and like then, chains. Huh? I like chains. Yeah, it's like that. It's got this like rubbery coating mm-hmm. on it, so it's not that loud. Yep. So it has a chain, and then you just ratchet strap the mm-hmm. bottom to it. Mm-hmm. So pretty simple to put together, but honestly, I'd never done it. So I go out there, and unfortunately, like where I wanted to hunt, it's is in the field, uh, mm-hmm. and usually it there's the gravel road, and then there's the neighbors of the big timber to the south. Mm-hmm. So I try to get them coming out to there, and there's a bunch of brush around the mm-hmm. power line that's in the field, and they come out and in there, and there's just been bedding down in there. So I actually I was just hung it on the power line. Yeah, no, so, no, I uh, know of people who have done that. I've killed deer. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I sat there for shotgun season. Uh, first hang on stand. First time got a ordered a harness online. Mm-hmm. Got the safety ropes and all that. Yeah. So What uh, what harness do you go with? Do you remember? Uh, M one, MX three, M one three. I don't need another brand. <sighs> Money, muddy hawk. No, it wasn't. Uh, spider. I think it was a spider. Might be. I think it was a spider, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then so uh, what what safety line did you go with? Just whatever. Hunter safety system. Did you get the lifeline? Lifeline. Yes, those are awesome. Got the lifeline. So you connected all the way from the bottom. Oh. Once, once, once I got out there, yes. so I used a. Uh, mm-hmm. So I had like when I ordered my safety harness, mm-hmm. a, I ordered a uh, like a lineman's rope, mm-hmm. the one that you'd seen. Yep. And I ordered a lineman's rope, and then you know if you had got to the top, you could attach it there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so I that and then after that I was like well and then I was, did some more research mm-hmm. on the differences of lineman ropes and safety lines because mm-hmm. I'm like a, all new to me I didn't know any of this mm-hmm. and uh, so I ordered a safety line too so mm-hmm. I had all that so mm-hmm. that uh, lineman rope actually you know super handy with hanging the sticks in the stand which it took you know it probably took me an hour and a half to do that first mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. with a headlamp on in the dark <laughs> after I had got yeah. the stand assembled so I got yeah. that all hung up. And then, so there. So I had planned to like maybe do some sits there, bow hunting too after shotgun season. Mm-hmm. Uh, did did get one shotgun hunting. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Which uh, that ended your two year drought or year drought or something like that. So I didn't get one last year. Yeah. Gotcha. So about a year drought. Year drought. Mm-hmm. And then the problem with last year and uh, 
I had got a new scope for my shotgun. I got mm -hmm. a, upgraded to a Vortex scope mm -hmm. and got it on there. And I had, I had done something. I think I might have actually tightened it down a little more after I had sighted in just a little bit. Well, that threw it off enough that I was missing deer that season. Mm -hmm. And so super frustrating. Mm -hmm. So I was very frustrated, you know, had deer, had shots on deer, deer I should have shot the year before, should have killed, mm -hmm. didn't. My fault. Yeah. It's like, but, you know, sure live happens. and learn, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. But got that all fixed. So now, you know, got that fixed, and I hadn't had an opportunity to shoot it at an animal again yet. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, after I'd got it fixed that season, I didn't get any more encounters. But uh, so got it, got it fixed. The first night, actually, I had like two does getting ready to come out, like right behind me, like 10 yards. Mm -hmm. And then my uncle sitting not too far from me had a. Uh, shot a doe and then scared my does away yeah. that were like 10 yards away from me and i was just like had just to wait for them to clear clear the you know come they were coming up the road and clear mm -hmm. clear that step into the field and then i would have had one and i was like oh we've got my first deer and my hang on stand yep. cool fast forward shit happens fast forward to the next day mm -hmm. i actually got a doe to come across there and i actually got a shot on her not mm -hmm. a huge doe but you know my drought no on some meat mm -hmm. and First thing, I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> I'm not cursed. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, thank you. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Made a perfect shot. Exactly mm -hmm. right. I'm like, all right. And then they're like, all right, my scope is, I had got my scope where it should be. <laughs> it's like exactly where I was aiming. So that was mm -hmm. definitely reassuring and mm -hmm. super happy, especially after getting all those bones. But you know, I haven't got, I still want to get one with my bow. Oh, yeah. So, uh, 100%. So after that, uh, now I got the hang on stand. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I, Mm -hmm. went back down and for bow season and hung it down to where I thought I might be able to get these deer coming in on the path where I kept seeing them. So I scooted down a little more to the west, down in the valley, on my mm -hmm. parents' place in that drainage. Mm -hmm. So I would sit there. Uh, I actually had a trail cam down there, so I checked in. I actually got some, a lot of pictures of some doe and a fawn and stuff like that. I got one, one good picture of uh, a bigger buck that I had seen rutting earlier that year, going down through. through Daylight like, or night? Uh, both, oh. actually. So, and I actually got a video of, which this might be also why he might not be in, might not been in there anymore. I had a video of him jumping the creek, going to where, like right in front of where I had hung my stand. And about two minutes later, here come my mom's dog running after him. <laughs> now, so you can see it, I got a good, good video of it. But I'm sure you weren't cussing that dog at all. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so, like, I don't think I'm going to see him anymore. But, you know, still, I was like, ah, you know. My, got to try, so hung hung that stand up down there, and then hunted that after work and stuff like that. Didn't get any encounters down there, but so I was doing that during the week. But now that I had like got that, went to that public land, I definitely wanted to go back. So I started going back on the weekends when I had more time. Started mm -hmm. going back in the morning and evening hunts. Yeah. So uh, so after that, so that was probably at the end of November. I might have not even went back. I don't think I went back till the end of December. So I think mm -hmm. I just hunted my mom and dad's mm -hmm. on on the weekdays and the weekends. And then mm -hmm. then when I, oh, I remember, I think it was like Chris, my work Christmas break is yeah. when I like went back and I was going to go back and hunt, uh, mm -hmm. hunt the public land. And I knew I wanted to do that. And I was like, my hang on stand's not the lightest thing. Like I could definitely take it in there. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted... I know you had talked to me before about having saddles and an extra saddle. Yep. So I was like, all I right. I love the tree saddle. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I hit you up, and I was mm -hmm. like, hey, 
can I borrow your extra saddle? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, man. Yep. So, uh, came over, got that from you. A lot lighter. Oh, yeah. uh, Hang on. (laughs) Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the climber. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So, uh, borrowed that from you, came over, uh, Mm -hmm. you showed me how to use it and everything. Yep. And that was the Tethered Mantis, which they don't longer make the Mantis, I don't believe, but they make the Menace, which is like the off-brand from it, and then like, and then they make the Phantom and some other ones. Yeah. All kinds of rabbit holes. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, show me how to use that, and mm-hmm. that was cool. And uh, so I I didn't have a, a platform that usually you'd use with it, right? Correct. And uh, you were just using sticks. So yeah, so I got my climbing Which sticks. I've done that before. Yep. <laughs> you can do it. It's oh, I did it. Definitely <laughs> it's possible. Yes, it's definitely more uncomfortable. Though. So yeah, so I borrowed that from you, and, I, and it was like, so I think it was like I went back, and it was I think Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I had got it from you that week, and I went back and get Christmas Day. I went because I didn't have anything going on, so we'd always do stuff Christmas Eve. But so Christmas Day I went out there, uh, public land, had the saddle, and then I didn't exact I didn't I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted like I I went in the morning and I kind of wanted to like just kind of go and just kind of just scout. A little bit in the morning, maybe I could find something for the afternoon. So I was just doing that and just walking around, looking at my Onyx maps, mm-hmm. which is a great tool. Uh, so I did that, found a bunch of song, you know, and I, you know, the whole time I'm listening to more deer podcasts, more whitetail podcasts, trying to learn stuff, what to look for on maps, what where, mm-hmm. where deer bed and go and stuff like that. So I'm looking, looking at these like knobs in this uh, public land and so I'm, I'm going and checking out these knobs and I'm looking looking at the turn on the acorn density mm-hmm. thing on Onyx maps so I'm looking at acorn density so I'm pick like three spots I want to go check out so I go check those out morning and uh, actually you know get good sign get some tracks uh, I get to like and I'm you know I got my bow with me so I'm kind of like still hunting mm-hmm. the best that I can at this point yeah. so check out first knob nothing go to the second knob see a, a ton of tracks and there's a ton of acorns and it, so I, I i mean just i was like okay there's definitely deer here mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm still looking so then that was a top of knob and then it dropped down in super deep valley so i went down in there and they're just like right at the bottom of it they're just like i don't know quarter of an acre just wide opening right in the middle of the woods i'm like oh this looks like a good spot mm-hmm. so i was like ah this might be a good spot to hunt the evening mm-hmm. so still scouting so i go up the other side of the valley and it's it's pretty steep like it's 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 probably one of the steeper valleys i've seen on this piece of public land so i like make my way up there and i, and I get to the top i definitely jump two deer out of there mm-hmm. so i just hear them taking off i'm like ah Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> and then go up there, and it's actually a pretty nice bench right okay. there on the top, and there's a ton of sign there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is a good spot. So I'm like, well, I jumped those deer out. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing, you know, I'm just, I'm, maybe I'll go, maybe I can go get them, catch up, maybe I can catch them. So I just kind of keep going and walking, and then I get down to where uh, it actually, it turns in, like, there's hard ones and there's pine, so it switches over to the pine. Mm-hmm. As I'm going down the other side of this uh, of this knob and the top of this hill, mm-hmm. so I'm going down it, and then it comes to like a pathway, natural pathways and trails that they got out there. So uh, I get 
through the pathway and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like walk along this and just kind of look. So I walk, uh, I walk down and I'm walking, walking and I go around a bend and then it's going slightly uphill. So I'm like going uphill. I'm trying to stay on the edge as much as possible. Just looking for sign along there, maybe crossings and stuff like that. And then I get up over the little knob and then there's a doe mm-hmm. right, right in the path. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, okay. I'm like, See if I can be able to get close enough to get a shot on her. So, uh, see her there trying to be super quiet. Uh, Ranger, just to see how far. So she's like 200 yards away at this point. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, every time her head's down, I'm trying to move, mm-hmm. move quietly. Obviously, it's it's leafy, but uh, so it's also uh, it's leafy, but not too too loud. But uh, so I'm getting closer, getting closer. I think I probably get within like 90, 80 yards of her. Mm-hmm. And then a little fawn behind her comes out. So right behind her. But as soon as that little fawn comes out, she walks right into the woods. Mm-hmm. And then that fawn goes. Yeah. And then then I never saw him. So then I'm like looking through the woods and I didn't see him. So they walked out, but you know. So I was like, ah, you know, you're so on deer. I was like, ah, oh, I found some deer. <laughs> I was like, I found some. First day. Mm-hmm. First day out here. Well, First day out there by own. myself, yep. looking at a map. I'm like, oh, I found, actually found some deer. I'm like, I thought I heard some jump, but, you know, you never know what you hear. Yeah. Sounded like deer running away, but sure. But after, like, seeing those, I'm like, oh, yeah, I found mm-hmm. some deer. I'm like, public fan, this is awesome. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was just, like, walking around, quietly still hunting. Yeah. Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> I was yeah. like, ah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I'm, like, walking up down the path, and obviously, and I found a spot where way more tracks are crossings. And mm-hmm. not far from the path, there's uh, on... On the other side of the path, there's a big pine grove, and then there's mm-hmm. cornfields. Okay. So I'm thinking, I'm trying to hunt food. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll catch them. Yeah, late winter. Yeah. For sure. So I'm like, maybe I'll catch them. Mm-hmm. So I set up on that trail, climb up sticks in the saddle in the tree, mm-hmm. got up in the tree. And How was that for the first time doing that? Um, It was actually, it was a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Way easier getting, getting. It like set yeah. and ready. Yeah, it's just sits. so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically you know you do. Mm-hmm. It's basically you're doing all your steps of doing a hang on stand without the hang on stand, mm-hmm. and you just like fasten yourself in and you're done. Mm-hmm. So which is pretty cool. So like the the saddle like wraps around your waist mm-hmm. and then wraps around your both legs, and mm-hmm. then it's got a big rope in front that's a bridge that you t- yep. attach that to. So mm-hmm. so it was pretty. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Climbed up the tree, no problem. Mm-hmm. Get up there. Uh, so what my plan was, well, what, what I was planning is, uh, mm-hmm. since I didn't have a platform, mm-hmm. I, I used three sticks to get my height, and then I had an offset stick. Mm-hmm. So I had mm-hmm. two sets of steps, basically. Yep. Yep. So I was like, that was my idea. I was like, yep. this this is what my idea was. I'm like, then I can maybe swing around this tree more. So I do that. And, you know, playing with it, I had to adjust where I had my... Uh, my safety line yeah. height and tree a bunch of times trying mm-hmm. to get that right trying to because you know you know all the videos i watched they were like preference some guys like to lean way back some mm-hmm. guys like to be super close to the tree and you just so i was just yeah. messing with that and got it to where i was comfortable did that and then sat there hunted all night see anymore i did not, did not. <laughs> i did not well how was comfortability you thought Dude, it was it was comfy. Other than your feet with just the sticks, you, you just like, you just had to kind of like readjust. Yep. Every, but it's easy to readjust. Yeah, which yeah. Is nice. So I would go from mm-hmm. so I'd be like, 
leaning back with my standing standing up with my feet knees locked out and i would mm-hmm. sit there for a little bit and then i'd like lean my knees up against the tree and kind of get in more like a sitting position have my knees up against the tree and rest there mm-hmm. and then maybe and then i'd sometimes like i'd even straddled the tree sometimes kind of yep. just hung there yep like kind of stretched my legs out mm-hmm. hung there did that i would sit uh i'd go around to the other side of the stick so i'd get like a different view mm-hmm. and i'd have like both legs on like on the left side of the tree mm-hmm. and then kind of just like that so mm-hmm. i mean it's you're definitely not limited to like getting in different positions and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh the, the mo- most most thing that worried me was like taking a shot out of it mm-hmm. never done it doing it before and being especially mm-hmm. being a novice bow hunter mm-hmm. yep. so but you know didn't yep. have that opportunity so, that night yeah so one thing um i mean you got to do this in all with all tree stands anyway but uh, especially with the saddle, I feel like, is you got to make sure you draw straight out and then adjust to the deer. Okay. You, you can't, you know, if the deer's below me, I can't pull because I just changed my anchor point. Gotcha. But if I go here and then rotate, my anchor point's still the same. Set your anchor. Yep. Then, so, then um, aim. But you got to do that in all stands, but you really got to do that with the saddle because you can almost play around with your angles a little bit yeah. more on the saddle. So. Yeah. I definitely practiced Drew a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, for sure. But, I uh, usually do every time. Yeah. Get in but my mo- my main thing was, like, if they had – I had set up on the the side of the tree facing uh, away from – so the tree was between me and the path, mm-hmm. which like a road, basically, a road in the woods. Mm-hmm. And so I my main thing was, like, being able to shoot to my right, I didn't because I was a little cocked to the left a little more. So I was like, ah, I don't know if I'd be able to shoot over there. So I'm kind of hoping they come mm-hmm. from my my left. But I was like, ah, I'll figure it out. But if I have to, which never had the opportunity yep. to. Yep. But yep. So that was my first. So didn't see anything that night. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, like a Saturday. I did get something though from the woods in mm-hmm. December that I usually didn't think I'd get in Christmas, and I got poison oak really? <laughs> on my hand. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think I got poison ivy once in like December, but it was I was cutting wood and I knew I knew what I was touching, but I thought yeah. it was dead. It had to be but like from the bark of trees. I'm thinking. It was yeah. Had yeah. to be. I, I don't know, dude. Because you know, there's not hard. There's no green no, leaves. Poison oak sucks, dude. dude. It, it was rough, man. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. really? Oak and soup, on Christmas yeah. Day, <laughs> this is what I get for Christmas. Mm, <laughs> I didn't yeah. get it. Saw a deer, which was cool. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but not worth it. Poison oak on my hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it's from bark of a tree because it's on my hand. So, you yeah. know, I'd been rubbing against trees and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Even, and I, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I wore, wore my first light fingerless gloves. I'm like, mm-hmm. and it was right right here. <laughs> and I was like, how did, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> but I was like, oh, it's crazy. Anyway, so that's what I got that day. But so mm-hmm. I went back the next day. And uh, I think I didn't hunt. Um, I don't think I went in the morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe I went somewhere else in the morning. I don't remember. But, oh, yeah, I didn't go in the morning, but I wanted to go. I went, like, at 11. Mm-hmm. So I just went, like, super early, and I was, like, took the saddle. I went back there, and I was, <coughs> Sorry. No, be good. You're good. So I actually was going to, and I actually went to a different spot. So mm-hmm. I actually went. Even though I had seen deer there, I was like, I, I just, you know, I wanted to try something different. So mm-hmm. I actually went, went around the area that uh, Cody Gravitt had taken me. 
mm-hmm. and just a little off. I didn't sit in the exact same spot. I'm like, I'm going to go over here and kind of, once again, I was like, I went early so I could look out and maybe pick a good spot. So I went there, saw some sign, saw some fresh uh, deer scat and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to set up here. I set up on uh, a knob in a pine tree. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got up there, at, I want to say like 1130 okay. or noon. So mm-hmm. I got up there, got all set up once again, saddle, running the saddle, running the sticks, mm-hmm. trying doing that again, and uh, same thing, two sticks on top there. So I get up there, set up there, and uh, about 2 o'clock, so I had been sitting in it for a couple hours, a uh, coyote mm-hmm. came walking up to me mm-hmm. from, my, uh, from the south, mm-hmm. and he's walking right up to me, and he's I'm like, ah. Keep telling your story. I'm going to grab a beer. Yeah, yeah. So a uh, coyote walks up right to me, and then, uh, like, he's walking right towards me, and he gets within, like, 10 yards of me. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, ah, like, I could, you know, potentially shoot my bow for the first time at an animal. I could pull back, shoot a bow, like, maybe get a coyote. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, public land, not knowing exactly if I was allowed to take coyotes off the public land, which I'm pretty sure in Illinois you're allowed to, but I was just like, eh, not sure, so I don't want to risk it. And then I'm like thinking, you know, what if a deer pops out five minutes later? And I'm like, I don't want to have to be like trying to chase this coyote down and a deer pop out and I scare a deer away. So I just let the coyote go, even though it was like 10 yards from me. But, uh... I would have shot that sucker. Well, and the other thing was like, so me being like, not used to public land i wasn't exactly sure if i was allowed to shoot it on this public land spot i don't know of a public land spot that you can't shoot one yeah not exactly i'm like yeah. doing like talking to people afterwards i was pretty sure that you're allowed to shoot them anywhere yeah on i think public land. some you know some farmers would have been mad at you for not shooting them. right but you know i was just like eh. so anyway and i don't know i don't know if i don't really regret it because like an hour later i actually had a couple does mm-hmm coming from the west of me and they were about a hundred yards and they're coming out of like a pine grovey area mm-hmm. and they're coming into like this mix of hardwoods and pine grove and i'm sitting in a pine tree so there's one doe and she's walking from uh she's actually walking from east to west sorry so she's coming from the east she's walking east to west and she's like a hundred yards away mm-hmm. so she's walking and she's just hanging out there so i'm like you know maybe i'll get a shot on her so she walks pretty fast walks all the way to the the west and goes out of the way and this is still like three o'clock early so i still got plenty of hunting time left so about four o'clock her and three other does come back from the way she walked from the west coming to the east well they're actually getting a lot closer to me they're kind of hanging out in the area and they're just just to the south of me like 100 yards so one gets about 60 yards from me. And so I'm like, you know, a little far. You know, I set my standards 50 and under. Yep. So she's too far. Um, hangs out for about, they hang out about 15 minutes. And I don't get a shot on her. And then they, they walk into the woods. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, saw to you again. <laughs> I was like, I must be doing something right. You know, I was like, you know, uh, so saw deer again, and that was the next day, that next day after 
So this is my second time in the saddle, and it was like five hours I spent in it mm-hmm. after I'd never, never mm-hmm. sat in one before. Mm-hmm. Sat in one the first time the day before. Never used one before. And, you know, it, it, it's, it was comfy. It was definitely doable. And uh, I, I might get one in the future. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was definitely comfy, definitely doable. Five-hour sit with, like I said, having a platform probably would make make, make a yeah. big difference. Just the sticks is, is like, that's challenging. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, I was thinking, like, going to shoot and definitely, like, getting your feet set on yeah. two sticks compared to a platform. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I think, I'll think it would yep. be night and day. Platform's definitely for sure for sure easier. There is a... Uh, this other system that I might get instead of a platform, it's this little uh, you s- you ratchet strap uh, like little steps that go all the way around. Oh the yeah, tree. I saw one of those. Yep. So I might uh, I actually had a buddy um, buy one. Um, I don't think he got to use it for the season, but I might try his uh, because the platform. One thing that sucks with with me is you know I I'm I'm carrying sticks in. I'm carrying my small platform in carrying a tree arm i'm carrying some cameras like i just got a lot of stuff yeah going. a lot of gear yeah so hopefully that'd be one less thing i can carry yeah uh, platform wise but uh so you hunted from a homemade homemade tree stand a hang on stand uh and then your saddle and, and, so and a climber so if you had to go into this season and you could only hunt out of one what would you prefer? You think? Um, probably the hang on. The hang on. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the hang on. I liked. Uh, I, I don't know. I like being able to stand on like a secure platform sure. and be able to s- turn on that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that. Yes, um, I enjoyed it. And it's more traditional. It's yeah. more how people grow up hunting and stuff. Right. So I actually going to talk about that. The s- hang on that you have. If it's the hang on that I'm thinking of in my head. Um, for sure, you can do what you were doing with it, but it's that one's made for more. Uh, you know, you set it for the year. Yeah, it's definitely state. not light. Yes, if you go buy like a, a lone wolf alpha, um, hawk makes one. Um, uh, XOP. There's a whole bunch of yeah. brands. Way lighter. Uh, Novix, I think. Is Novix. Yep. Novix them. makes one. Um, so, for example, uh, uh. Garrett and Danny, a buddy of mine, they went out and bought the Lone Wolf ones, and they love them. So that's something maybe in the future. So yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Lone Wolf one, Novex ones, they got my attention. Yep. So they look cool. Yeah, I think all of them would be good. Yeah. I don't think you'd make good. No. Oh. <sighs> I don't want a bad mouth hawk. Um, I know I just got their sticks. Yeah. I would avoid their sticks. Yeah, yeah, I read reviews and I'd avoid their sticks. I'm, I'm sure their stands are fine, but mm-hmm. their sticks I don't yeah. like. Yeah, um, I definitely would. And my sticks are heavy, though, because they're just basic rhino mm-hmm. metal ones. Yep, yep. They're good. Oh, yeah. Set them up for the year and leave them out the, there. Yeah, but I didn't do that. But, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. so, like, after that, and then uh, being that I didn't have the platform and everything, I knew uh, when I uh, would want to go back to public land i was gonna just take my hang on with me mm-hmm. so yep. i uh so left the he- left the left the saddle in the truck and then uh grabbed the hang on and then i think it was maybe january like first week of january i went back out public land on the weekend and i got my hang on stand and my sticks mm-hmm. okay and i was uh went back same area i hunted with gravit where i saw those four does and that one doe and that coyote mm-hmm but being that where they were walking, I set up 
to the south of them, mm-hmm. of that path, about 20 yards off it, mm-hmm. thinking I'd get them crossing right there again. Mm-hmm. So I set up there, so I, I got my pack, got my stone glacier mountain pack on, mm-hmm. and I got, uh, I got two rhino sticks on one side, two mm-hmm. rhino sticks on the other, they're all strapped up. I strap, flatten the hang-on stand down, yep. strap that to the back of it, mm-hmm. and I put that on. And that was a, uh, that was heavy. Oh, I bet <laughs> it, it wasn't as heavy as our hiking elk hunting. Now, oh, I can't wait to show because that. I had barely nothing yeah. actually inside the bag. Yeah, so my and bag was pretty much. Empty. And you could actually take deep breaths. And I could not. take deep breaths, and the, most of the land was flat. <laughs> I already saw the butter, <laughs> so it was much better. Uh-huh. But yeah, I get it on. Oh, okay, I got it on, mm-hmm. and uh, strapped it up and. Luckily, it wasn't too far of a hike back in. So, hike back in, got it hung up, and this was like, so, like, before I had hung up, both times I had hung up the stand, I had just, like, did it on a day I didn't hunt. I went out there, hung it up, got it ready, yep. ready for hunt. So, now I'm hanging it up before I hunt. Well, it definitely, definitely got to go a little earlier because it took me longer than I wanted it to. Yeah. Especially just, you know, I so I had to go pick out a tree mm-hmm. that I wanted Cause you know I knew I knew I was gonna move that direction, but I didn't know where exactly. Yep. So I picked out a tree and got it up, got it hung up. Took longer than I wanted. I don't think I got it up till like three thirty. Mm-hmm. I got out there at like two. By the time I got everything mm-hmm. fixed in my bag and got yep. back there and hung it up, definitely took longer. Mm-hmm. Definitely sometimes it's hard to. Mm-hmm. It's a lot heavier holding that hang on stand like in your hand. Yep. You know, you up the tree, you get it off your back, yep. you get that V in there, you try to get the chain around it and get it as tight as you can. Yep. Get it around it, get it all so get that right. And that's, that's where the lighter hang on will make it easier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because it's actually, it's a decent, the, what it is is like, it's a decent sized platform. It's mm-hmm. probably, yeah, it's probably as yeah. wide as this table. Yeah. That's how big it is. Yeah, it's made to set up one time a year. Yeah, but I was taking it with me. <laughs> so hey, I, took it, you took, start it, I took it in there. So I got it up, and the tree was slightly cockeyed at the top, so it took mm-hmm. a little bit to get it situated, get the V's lined up and everything in the mm-hmm. tree. So I get up, get it set up about 3.30, mm-hmm. get up there, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I had actually uh, I'd got, uh, for Christmas, I actually got like a bow hanger. Okay. So yeah. that was so was, I, now I had a bow hanger. Mm-hmm. Uh forgot I had I had one with the saddle too, but I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, didn't have one earlier. I was just like holding my bow the whole time. So that, that was kind of nice yeah. and different have that bow hanger there. So I got it hung up. Uh had my bow hanger there and uh so I got set up sitting waiting. Had good wind where I was sitting and uh, about like I would say like 4:10, 4:15, not not an even an hour after I'd got made all that ruckus, <laughs> got up in the tree and set up. Just, I'm sitting there, I'm facing facing north until like my southeast. I just hear something moving through the woods, moving fast. Oh, something's running, something's running like a stupid coyote again. Probably, probably should have killed him <laughs> the other day. I was like, ah, oh, dang it. So I was like, hear it running. And within, you know, two, three seconds, there is a pretty nice eight-point buck standing. He ran right by my tree, ran 10 yards in front of me to the northeast, 
wide open, mm-hmm. stops. My bow's on my hanger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with the 10 seconds I hear it running. Mm-hmm. He stops. I grab my bow with my left hand, take it off the hanger. As I get the bow He's in front of me, he, his head looks well, like while I'm grabbing the bow, his head fixates on the tree I'm sitting in it, right at the base, right at the trunk, and then it just goes up the tree, and he's staring right at me. Just, what the hell are you? <laughs> just staring right at me. You know, I'm, so I'm bow in front of me, right in front of me, mm-hmm. left hand, getting ready to put it on my D, uh, like I get it on my D loop. Get that on my D loop, and I'm just sitting there, bow in front of me, and he's staring at me, so I'm frozen, I'm not moving. And go, okay. Puts his head down. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull back. I'm gonna get a shot at this. And he was, he was cool looking. He was like, he wasn't huge. Like he's probably even with his ears width wise, mm-hmm. but dude, he was like the super red. It almost looked like, like red wood. Mm-hmm. I've never seen any antlers like that. He was super red. Interesting. And he had just like kicker little stickers mm-hmm. all over like all over his main beams mm-hmm. it was crazy yeah i was like oh he's so cool looking mm-hmm. i was like oh okay okay i'm like this 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 is it <laughs> it's like i'm like he is 20 yards in front of me mm-hmm. broadside he's just looking at me mm-hmm. like i just need his attention to go somewhere else so i get pulled back and take a shot so he his head goes down so I get ready to pull back. Mm-hmm. So I start to pull back. And as soon as I get maybe halfway pulled back, mm-hmm. I don't know if he heard me. He wasn't, he's looking at the ground. Yeah. He takes off. Like 50 yards to the north. Gets, gets back into the trees. Mm-hmm. Gets back into this pine, pine grove that's right there. Mm-hmm. Gets back into the pine grove that's right there. I was like, ah, it's like, so close, <laughs> but he's still there, still in the area. He's over there. He's hanging out. So I'm like, I just got, just got to get him to come back. But I'm, you know, sitting there kicking myself. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, what, what did I do? What could I have done? I'm like, oh, he was so close, so close. <laughs> and goes over there, gets in that pine grove and hangs out there for five minutes, uh, just hanging around. I start grunt calling at him, because he can't see me. I can see, I can see his legs, can't see his head or his body, but I can see that he's still there. I grunt at him for a few minutes. He kind of makes his way back towards me. He starts stomping real hard when I'm all angrily while I'm grunting. <laughs> yep. So I was like, ah, I'm like, I got him now. He's he's getting mad. It's <laughs> like he's he's come back here. It's <laughs> like I got him stomped. It's like he's he's getting after it. Uh, does that. Heads my direction, stays in the trees. Like, the closest he got back to me, I ranged him through the trees. He was, like, 70 yards. And then he went went to the east, down a hill, and out of my life. It's like, oh, dang. Like, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'd never been that close to a live deer for that long period of, like, super, like 20 yards. Nothing in my way, mm-hmm. wide open. Mm-hmm. Just had to get drawn back and aim. Those close calls while we keep doing it. Uh, 
That was so cool. About half an hour later, smaller buck came from uh, the north, walked down, walked by the tree I sat in the day before, hung, <laughs> hung up on that knob, <laughs> up on that knob, walked over there, walked down to my left to the northwest, stayed there for a little bit. He was only about 60 yards away from me, and at one point he was in a little opening, and I'm like, okay, he, if he just keeps coming. Mm-hmm. Hung out there. He hung out probably like half an hour. He came. He'd go away. I'd lose him. He'd come back for mm-hmm. five minutes. So he did that twice. So I saw him for like ten minutes. He went away for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Came back. Just hung around to my left there. He never got any closer. I didn't get a shot. So yeah. I was like, ah. and he was a little, little four pointer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, ah, that was cool. Yep. So that was my, uh, that was probably my best encounter that mm-hmm. I had all season, and sat that was second to last week of season last weekend sat went and sat the last weekend same area didn't see a thing nothing so well ended my season i mean it sucks that you didn't get your first <laughs> bow kill but it was cool like you had a lot of first yeah so it's good so you now you're ready for this next yeah season, next well season. yeah more mm. ready than this year yes. but yeah but yeah just yes. getting uh, ready and learning more every year mm-hmm. It's cool. It's just it's you know it's crazy from going to like growing up and like all, all you really know is like, which isn't like not downplaying it or bad, but like we just we shotgun hunted on shotgun season and we hunted, uh, ag fields and that's that, that's all I knew and and I never even thought of anything of it. You know I I like kind of I knew about bow hunting and didn't really know about like the different types all the different types of stands mm-hmm. and everything, but like I had watched. Mm-hmm. hunting videos and stuff like that and tv shows yeah. i thought it was cool but never yeah. really crossed my mind to think about it but like well, you I know, know us growing up you know you and i were on the same football team so you got football season takes up a big part of it and then we both went to college yeah played college football and that takes up more time so yeah if you don't grow up doing it mm. i get it um, right i get it yeah no it's cool that you had a lot of you know first this whole year you know between the elk hunt and yeah everything uh that's crazy awesome. year yeah uh, so to build off this crazy year, um, you have a really good turkey tag this year. I do. And you have a group tag with Cody. Um, that he talked about a little bit on the last hunt. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping I can go out there with you guys just to film you. Yeah, it'd be awesome. But uh, I'm, I'm, inter- I'm hoping you guys get on some birds. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, mm-hmm. I went... Uh, last year just mm-hmm. as a viewer mm-hmm. so cause i didn't have a tag but uh went with grab it mm-hmm. and uh, we we did get on some birds yeah he he uh he told a little bit about yeah, it so that was uh, on the podcast so I'm, one thing uh, if i'm with you guys one thing i would suggest is you know turkeys awesome they don't have a sense, sense of smell that's handy mm-hmm. so if we got a bird roosted or we know there's a bird in the tree in the morning there's three hunters. I don't see why we don't have three points, like, within right. a 100-yard radius of this oh, tree. Oh, yeah. So this turkey goes one of the directions. Now, the thing we're going to be battling is obviously train. You're always battling train. Other hunters. Yeah. But I know they limit how many tags go on that property. Yeah, per season. So we And have. you guys took three of them. Yeah. So, and you, so and you guys are going to be working as a team. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping... That limits some other pressure. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, 
But I'm I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm excited. So that's like mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. which another another part of my you know last year's hunting was mm-hmm. the first time I'd ever done that, mm-hmm. and it was super cool. And then mm-hmm. dude got me hooked instant. Like when you shot Gollum, and you're like, <gasps> he's over there, <laughs> dude. That's so. It's, uh, it has some similarities to elk hunting. Yeah. Some. Yeah. That just that mm-hmm. vocalization and mm-hmm. like you know them responding to you mm-hmm. based on like you're doing something and you're making them respond and mm-hmm. you can like locate yeah. them that way it's, it's cool do you know um is your tag good for just one season like, yeah uh what season is it we are know? second season and it's easter weekend easter weekend okay keep that in mind yeah uh i should uh, i go out on a hog hunt but i don't think that's till after that yeah, this so. is like april this would be i think the first day of it's like april 15th or 16th and it's like five days, five days. I don't. I think we're hunting four, because it runs from the weekend into the week, and you know, work, take, work, and everything. Are you taking some days off for it? Or? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna think take off Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So planning mm-hmm. on, on uh, our plan is uh, go Friday night, mm-hmm. try to locate at night, mm-hmm. camp, and camp all weekend, mm-hmm. hunt Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, come back after season. And uh, so here in Illinois, our s- the seasons, it's 1 o'clock every day, 1 p.m. Yep, no y- afternoon hunts. No, is when the, se- uh, the day stops. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so it's going to be a lot of just like, we're like planning, you know, having a good time, hanging out at camp mm-hmm. in the afternoons, cooking some good food. Yep. Be a good time. Yeah, hunt so. till 1 and yeah, relax. So yeah. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I said, I'm hoping I can make it down there yep. for at least a You're day more than welcome. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. Um, if anything, I'll send you with the camera if you want to film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Hopefully, yep, hopefully get that. I'm I'm happy that you like some of the filming action. So Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it should be good. Yeah. yeah. It'll be good. I, I, more content, the better. Yeah. Um, then... First thing, I think Kyle's trying to get uh, Kyle and Austin. I think they're trying to get me to divorce my wife because within the same week, like I think you text me first, and like three or four days later, Austin texts me, <laughs> invited me on two different elk hunts. Um, so I cannot go, unfortunately, um, for multiple reasons. But uh, so yeah, you're going to a similar area where we're at. Obviously, you don't have to name the units, but uh, yeah. I think different units. But uh, yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested for you because we learned a lot on that trip. Yeah, and so you learned what we shouldn't do. Yeah, um, what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really, I'm really hoping, hoping for you. Um, hoping you get a opportunity. Cause yeah, I me mean, too, man. And we came super close that one day. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. On a cow, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bull, but man, we came. I mean, yeah, ten yards. So 20, close. Ten yards for either you or ten yards for either Austin. Yeah, would have been. Mm-hmm. Cow. Had some arrows flying. Mm-hmm. It was close. Yeah, yeah. I'm super pumped to go mm-hmm. and just uh, mm-hmm. watching more of the watching mm-hmm. this year's uh, born and raised guys. The oh, yeah. land of the free just get me like got mm-hmm. me so excited. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, I'm like, I would like I gotta go back, man. Oh, I gotta yeah. go back. Yeah, I wish you could do it every year. Yep, yep. It It'd year. be so. I'm gonna try and take more vacation time and mm-hmm. go for a longer period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when I was getting ready to start editing, I actually. I would like you to tell this part too. So anyway, we talked about it on one of the uh, on one of the elk season podcasts. But if you just want to retell, I love it that when that cow did step out, like Kyle and I were mid conversation. Yeah, yeah. mid conversation. Yeah, go ahead. And man. like, I don't know. So you know, after you spend like so many days with like just a bunch of guys, mm-hmm. 
Like, dude, we were just, like, just saying the dumbest stuff, making each other laugh. Yep. Like, we were just, so <laughs> we're, we're just having a conversation in the woods. So we're in, in our pine tree blind that we, we pretty sat comfy, in. Actually. Pretty comfy, actually. In this, in the nice, uh, what's it, unsuspecting meadow. meadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might have to be the title. Uh, so, yeah, and so I'm. I'm shooter that day. Me and uh, Cody were taking turns switching day and day, and so I'm shooter. So I'm positioned in front of him a little bit, facing the opening to where we think they're gonna come out, and he's a little bit behind me, up against a tree, filming. So I, uh, you know, been we had sitting there for like an hour, something like that. We well, weren't there too long. An hour maybe. Yeah. He had been sitting there, and so I'm leaning back and talking to him about something. And we're mid conversation, and uh, I'm like leaning down on my elbow, like looking back, talking to him, because you know trying to be quiet. So yeah, I'm like get, get, I'm trying to get closer to talk to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm facing him, and so back behind my head is where like I should be looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at him and talking to him. But he's he's facing that way, so yeah. I'm staring at him, and like I had stopped talking, and then he's started talking and like mid sentence mid word i don't remember what word it was he stops the word and goes and goes uh, kyle don't move (laughs) and his eyes just get huge you know like what (laughs) sitting there like he's like there's a cow elk (laughs) i don't remember if he said like how many yards like there's a cow elk over there don't move. So, so I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, with many days we haven't seen, haven't heard <laughs> nothing. So I'm like, you're full of shit. <laughs> it's like, hey, no, like he's he's messing with me. Yeah. He's trying to make me laugh, yeah. something like that. And he's, and, but like, the more I uh, read his face and how like serious and like shocked and focused he is, I'm like, he isn't lying. <laughs> it's like, oh. But he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's a cow elk. So that was hilarious. And then, do you yeah. tell the rest of it? But yeah, you can so see the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. So oh, be able to dude. watch it. Dude. When it popped out, it was right at the edge of shooting range. I didn't obviously I wasn't able to range it right then, but it's right at that edge. Yeah, you est- mm-hmm. estimated range. You're like, mm-hmm. it's like fifty to seventy yards, I think, mm-hmm. something like that, or something like fifty yeah. to sixty yards. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and we uh. And so it was just right on the edge of shooting range for us, but it was going right towards um, Austin, and we really thought he was going to get a whack at it. But yeah, it just so didn't, it just wasn't meant to be. Nope. Uh, you'll have to watch that footage. Like I said, it'll be coming out soon. Um, it turned out pretty well, um, the footage that I did get of it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it was close. But I'm I'm interested to see. Well, definitely going to have to have you come back on right before you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll go Co- over my plan. Cody, yeah, Cody Gravit might or might not be going. Um, he's he, as he said, he's pending approval from a couple people. Yeah, so I'm I'm trying to go. So I get extra. I get this is my. I'll get more vacation days this year at my work. So mm-hmm. I'm trying mm-hmm. to go over all. I'm trying to give myself the best chance. Mm-hmm. So like, I wanted to take a smaller group. You know, two people mm-hmm. less one two. So mm-hmm. that's why. I'd, 
invited Cody first. He yep. gave me the, the sad, but yeah. unpleasant. Between, uh, between I don't think that's a good idea yeah. <laughs> this year. I'm <laughs> best man to Nate's wedding, um, so I, I have that obligation. Yep. So damn you, Nate. Um, and then uh, and then I'm going on antelope hunt in October is the yeah, plan. So, so the wife might kill me. He's got trips planned. So yeah, yeah, wife might kill me. Which is okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Kyle and I started buying some preference points in a certain state. So yeah. hopefully in the future, Kyle yep. and I will be. Not, won't be any time soon, but like four years maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. But hopefully we can fit in another elk hunt before that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Together. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely, definitely thinking, learn, trying to get new strategies, mm-hmm. different different tactics mm-hmm. than what yep. we tried last time mm-hmm. so yep uh i'm looking forward to hearing from you on that yeah. and like so i plan on sending kyle with the camera so we'll be yep, able hopefully to get some good footage good footage from that and uh kyle we are at an hour and 24 minutes oh okay so yeah time flies yeah mm-hmm. that, i'm fine <laughs> with it man. Yeah, i was happy uh i appreciate coming back on encounters, but hey it's, it makes me cool. excited because i take because I've been bow hunting for, you know, for such a long time now, I kind of like, not, like, I appreciate every deer encounter, but I kind of look over. Yeah, I look over, bit. yeah, I look over a lot right. of them. So, like, getting a new bow hunter involved and you get so excited, I'm like, yeah, this is why we bow hunt. Yeah. It gets, gets me excited mm-hmm. just even talking to you about it, thinking about it more. So, uh, and hopefully next. that excitement in you. Yeah. <laughs> and hopefully next deer season, hopefully we can plan some hunts together. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Um, either have you come out to some of my permission properties or here and maybe go chase some public land giants yeah. with you. Yep, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I definitely want to get back out to that public land, scout some more, come mm-hmm. up with some game plans early. Mm-hmm. Like, I um, want to go shed hunting out there and stuff pretty mm-hmm. soon and stuff. Yep. So, that'd yeah, be fun. We could do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. And then I really think for your parents' place, that water hole. Yeah, so I think so, too, man. Place. Yeah. No, would you like? Would it be like dig out mm-hmm. in the creek area where it is, like I make it bigger, or just kind of put it? I would where put you, it where you up want the it. Creek. I'd okay, put it up the creek, wherever you think you'd have a good shooting lane at. Gotcha. And the way Jeff Sturgis talks about it is, you want to dig it where it's flat, and he even says he likes to dig it into a hillside because you let that water run off from the hill. Oh, so it'll into collect it. right well. Yeah, it'll help. It'll gotcha. help feed it. So you know, up that creek a little bit, and uh, wherever you think you got a good shooting lane. And then he does how he does his mock scrapes. He does like a few feet from it. So mm-hmm. then you can set his trail camera right in on the water hole and the scrape. Yeah, dude, that'd be that sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, your, your only expense is you gotta buy the tank. Yeah. So, so that's it. Sure. And then just shovels. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good idea. Got the shovels. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think we can do that. Yeah, um, that sounds awesome. I'm excited. But again, Kyle, thank yep. you. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, follow, leave a review, all that good stuff on this podcast. Uh, again, I appreciate all the support, guys. Uh, you know, we're keep doing these podcasts. We're going to have uh, many more to come. Uh, yeah, and I just appreciate all the support. Be safe out there. Thank you.